0: Get paid for your pad. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Well, it's been a while since I've been able to record a podcast. Uh, which has all to do with the fact that I've finally been able to move to the United States. I just signed a lease last week on an apartment here in uh, beautiful California, kind of in between Encinitas and San Marcos uh, near the San Marcos Lake, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, So super, super, super excited to be here. It's been a pretty crazy journey, uh, to, to be able to move here, uh, together with my wife. So super stoked to finally be here. Uh, but yeah, this must have been a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy in May. Um, it, it's been, you know, it's just been very overwhelming, like to, uh, to get set up here, find a lease, uh, you know, get all our stuff here. And it, it's been a little bit crazy. So I haven't been able to do any podcasts. I've kind of taken a break. Um, to uh, you know, to sort everything out here, settle down, and uh, get set up. So now that I'm back uh, here, and uh, you know, you see the if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my uh, my little apartment here in the background. Uh, we're just uh, getting furniture set up and everything. So now that I'm back here, uh, I'll be able to come back to the uh, regular schedule of. Uh, putting out a podcast every single Monday and every single Friday plus I'll be able to uh, send out uh, more emails as I've uh, e- as I've done in the in the past so on this podcast uh, I want to do a couple of things number one is I kind of want to share the the journey over the last two years of, uh, of, of getting here to the states uh, I want to do some shout outs to people who've supported uh, me in this process uh, I've got some updates on uh, what Eric and I are working on and uh, I'm also I have a quick booking tip for those who are uh, struggling to find bookings and uh I have some announcements as well on uh, a a very special program that uh I am going to introduce today uh, on this podcast uh to help a select number of hosts really crush it for the rest of the year to uh, celebrate my uh, arrival in the in the states. So uh, let me start off with uh you know kind of describing the journey of uh what it, what it's taken to to move here, uh, so if you've been following for a while, <clears throat> you probably know that uh, I was here in San Diego working with Eric in uh, in our office in uh, in beautiful uh, Encinitas uh, in 2021. I was here for three months, and uh, this is when Eric and I put together the uh, Legends X program, which we launched, and and we realized that you know we really wanted to go all in on our two companies, uh, Overnight Success, our educational company, but also. Uh, free wild which at the time was still a concept that we were talking about but now we're actually and i'll touch on this a little bit later in the podcast but we're about to launch this brand actually so we're super super excited about that um but yeah one thing that eric and i realized was like you know during COVID, we learned how to run a business over zoom um but it's just not enjoyable to constantly be in in front of your computer Uh, it's so much more powerful to be in person Right, so Eric and I made the decision. Okay, let's you know, let's figure out how I can move to the states, and get a work visa in place, and uh, so that we can really work together, and you know, we can accomplish so much more uh, in per- when we can work in person. So what I did is I applied for what's called an O-1A work visa. Now this is a visa that is meant for people with extraordinary skills or achievements in you know different. Industries. Oftentimes, you'll see people um, like musicians or artists, or you know, famous uh, uh, entrepreneurs or Nobel Prize winners, and you know that kind of people. That, that's what really what this visa is uh, is known is meant for. Um, so, you know, when I when I looked at all the the conditions and you know what you need to qualify for this visa, uh, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to get it because uh, you know I haven't won any like you know huge prizes or. Or anything like that, so but I thought, you know what let's let's give it a shot, right so uh, I started working with uh with my lawyer and shout out to her. She's done an amazing job by the way if, if you know anybody who uh you know is looking to immigrate to the states um, or get a visa here, then I highly recommend uh my lawyer so shout out to Lisa Batten, she's done an incredible job um but yeah, it was a bit of a process like basically to to qualify for this visa, you have to prove. Uh, that you're an, a person of extraordinary skills and knowledge in a certain field. So, uh, you know, in order to make that credible, I, I'm not going to bore everybody with, you know, I could talk about this for like two hours of like, you know, all the all the requirements and the conditions. But essentially, you have to show to the immigration department that you're a person who has, you know, such skills and knowledge that they they can't really find somebody here in the States. Right, and that you're going to be working for a company here. Now, this is not so easy to to prove, right? Um, if you if you've won like a Nobel Prize, or you know you've been published in like major magazines and things like that, you know that really helps. But for me, you know, a big a big part of uh, the evidence that me and my lawyer uh, put together uh, has to do with you know the book that I published and the podcast and. Um, you know, the student programs that Eric and I have created. And initially when we filed, uh, it took us about six months or so to, to put this together. And uh, it also includes a lot of recommendation letters from people that are, you know, kind of established in the industry. Um, but initially when we submitted it, about six months after after we started working on it, uh, it didn't get improved. Um, they sent it back and the immigration department uh, basically said we need more evidence, right? This is not enough. There's not enough credibility. It's not enough evidence to prove uh, that, you know, I am a- an extraordinary person or whatever you want to call it. So um, we had one more shot. So I went back to talking to my lawyer, figuring out how do we improve uh, our application. Um, spend a lot of time and it's, you know, it's not my favorite thing to do of, uh, you know, it's just, it's just so, it just takes so much time and focus to put all this stuff together. Um, But eventually, like we, you know, we added more, you know, more evidence to the case and uh, we resubmitted it. And then in September of 2022, uh, it came back and it was approved. Uh, I'll be honest, I was a little bit surprised to tell you the truth. Uh, but you know, obviously, it was super happy that it was approved. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I still had to go to the U.S. embassy because uh, essentially the next part of the of the application process, or uh, the next part of the whole process, is you have to go to a embassy somewhere in the world, a U- U.S. embassy, and you have to go for an interview, and then the immigration, uh, you know, officer is going to decide if you actually get the visa or not, right? So. But there was another uh, slight complication because, uh, you know, in the meantime, uh, and I, I've been spending all this time in Panama, in the meantime, I had uh, met a very special person that uh, I wanted to be with uh, for the rest of my life. And uh, and so we were already planning to get married. Um, but, you know, obviously, I didn't want to move to the States without her. So now uh, I also had to figure out a way for, for us to be able to move together, uh, which was actually... A pretty a pretty easy process because we you know we already decided we we're going to get married uh, and so after we got married um, she was she was then eligible for as what 's called a spouse visa so uh that w- that enabled us essentially to move to the states together so that's what we did uh after we got married um, we then uh, had to go to the u s embassy for uh, an interview, but <laughs> because of covid the embassies were pretty backed up. So it was very, very difficult to actually find um, an, an appointment. My lawyer recommended I, I scheduled the appointment in, in Amsterdam back uh, where I am from. Uh, the reason for that is that uh, embassies tend to um, favor uh, the applications or you know, the appointments for people that are local. Uh, so since I am from, you know, from Amsterdam or nearby Amsterdam, she told me, "Hey, it's probably best for you to get the appointment there." And I tried a number of times, but every time I tried to schedule an appointment, it uh, it would tell me that there's no appointments available and that you know things are just super, super backed up. So the next challenge was how do I get this appointment? Now, after a while, I figured out that in Panama there was actually uh, it was actually possible to get an appointment for for this uh, particular visa that I was approved for. And I managed to finally—I uh, think it was somewhere in, in March—to get uh, to get an appointment scheduled together with my wife. So now, um, you know, we started preparing for that, f- trying to figure out like what kind of questions are they going to ask? Because uh, it's, it's a bit of a—it's a bit of a daunting thing. It's a bit of a scary thing that just just the idea that like one person working at the embassy pretty much has the power to decide if you are allowed to move to another country or not. And you know this this decision that that person is gonna make has so much has huge uh consequences for for your life really right um not just for myself but also for my wife for you know for obviously for eric as well um and you know one detail <laughs> pretty important detail as well is that my wife's family actually they they all live in Florida and my wife hadn't been able to Visit them for quite a while because he's originally from Venezuela, and if you know something about the situation in Venezuela, it's very complicated. Uh, if you have a passport from that country, like it's it's very very difficult to travel. Uh, a lot of countries have put uh, a lot of restrictions on travel for people from Venezuela, uh, for you know for obvious reasons. And um, so she actually hadn't been able to see you know a lot of her family members for like three, four, you know, up to ten years. Right. So it was a huge, huge deal for her as well to be able to, uh, to, you know, see their, see her family again. So, you know, we just felt like there's so much that depends on this, on this interview that we're going to do at the, at the embassy. So we, we spent so much time preparing, researching like the questions that they might ask and all the proof, uh, you know, obviously that would be married and like, um, you know, all the, all the proof, uh, that I, uh, put together, you know, to get this visa approved and any questions that we could think of, like we spent so much time preparing for it. So then we, we, we went to the embassy, uh, with a little bit nervous, of course. Um, and then, you know, when we, when we actually got the interview, it, it actually turned out to be very, very simple. Like the officer hardly asked us any questions. He was very nice. Um. You know and it took five minutes. It was like nothing like we expected it to be We re- really thought this was going to be uh you know a pretty intense uh interview and it turned out to be super super simple, so we were so happy about that and she basically told us that uh you know our you know everything is approved um she's going to send us our passports uh within a couple days and then we would be able to travel to the states and and move here however um uh, a few days later, I got a I got an email from the embassy uh, saying that uh, although our our visas were approved, my passport didn't have enough space <laughs> for the actual visa stamp. So something we <laughs> we were so occupied with with thinking about like what kind of questions is, is are they going to ask and all that stuff. I, I didn't think to to actually check like how much space is actually needed for the actual visa stamp. Because it turned out you need a few blank bank pages, um, and I did have a few blank pages, um, but they weren't the pa- the blank pages that I had weren't designated as visa pages. So should have checked that, of course, um, but uh, but I didn't, and so now the embassy told me that I had to get a new passport first. Now that was another complication because you know I was in Panama, uh, but I wasn't an official resident in Panama. I was there as a tourist, right? So. Uh, in order for me to get a new passport, I would have to travel back to uh, to my home country, uh, the Netherlands, or uh, to Bulgaria, where I was. I've been an official resident for a while. That's where the company of GetPay for your pad is also located. So that was another a huge implication because, uh, you know, in order to go back and uh, get an appointment, uh, get your new passport, that was going to take quite a while. So you know, I figured like, why don't I try to get my new passport at the at the Dutch embassy in Panama? Now, normally you can't do that if you're not a resident, right? So, but I figured, you know what? Like, uh, it, it's always worth a shot to try. So I went to the pen, pen- or the Dutch embassy in Panama um, with all the documents except for my residence permit because I didn't have that. And uh, the the girl that helped me with this uh with the application for a new passport, um she just kinda overlooked it. Um she never you know, I gave her all the documents and she never asked for anything. She didn't she never asked for like the, the resident permit. I think she was also kind of distracted because uh I I actually brought a passport photo that was the wrong size. And so when I gave her the documents she immediately started talking about the the passport photo. And she was saying like oh you know, this isn't this is not the right size because I use the one that uh the ones that I created for the for the US Embassy, but the Dutch embassy has a different, you know, photo size standards or whatever it is. So she was telling me like, hey, your photo is like way too big. And and then I started talking to her and I kinda explained my situation and I was like, Well, I hope I really hope that this, you know, this this is not going to uh delay my process of getting my passport, you know, because we're very eager to, you know, to get this over with and 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 moved to the States. Um, so she told me, you know what, like let me let me see if I can help you with this, right? So she got out a bunch of scissors and she actually cut the photo to the, to the right size. And then she submitted all the documents in the, in the machine, and she told me, like, hey, let's see if this, like, let's see if the system will take this, right? And then um, and then there was a green light on the machine. So uh she told me, like, hey, yeah, the the system accepted your photo. So, you know, I think we're all good. And so I was very happy, and uh, I think you know because of that process. I think she kind of forgot to uh, to check my uh, my documents. You know, so anyway, uh, a few weeks later, uh, my my new passport arrived. Uh, so I went back to the U.S. embassy and uh, and finally got uh, got my got my visa. After <laughs> it took uh, over two years uh, in total. So. Um, so once we got our visas approved, we then uh, booked a flight to Miami. We rented a Airbnb in Deerfield Beach, which, by the way, is a great, great location. I um, really enjoyed that place um, on the beach, just an hour north of Miami. Um, we were we were there on the weekend of the Formula One, so like it was very hard to find an Airbnb. So we decided to book one, you know, kind of outside of the city. But the reason we booked this Airbnb is because. Uh, all of my my wife's family lives in Florida, and so we decided to put on a surprise party. So we only um, we only uh, talked to one of the family members to let them know that we were coming. The rest of the family was completely unaware of the fact that we were able to travel to the states. Uh, so <clears throat> it was it, it was so cool. Uh, we basically um, the person that uh, that we informed like uh, this person informed all the other family members and basically came up with an excuse to get them all down to this Airbnb in Deerfield. Uh, and uh, and so they were expecting that they were just going to have a party with their, you know, with their, with the family members. They didn't know that we were going to be there. So we, uh, you know, we, we waited for them to arrive and I filmed everything. And it, it was a massive surprise for, for all the family members to, to see my wife, which was, you know, which is amazing, uh, very emotional. And, and it was really cool for me as well, because like, you know basically have a new family right uh, w- which is amazing and you know the family is from uh Venezuela so uh, if you're familiar with uh latin American hospitality and and how important family is in their culture then you know it was uh it's pretty special to uh you know to to suddenly have all these new family members who basically you know welcome you into the family with uh with so much uh so much love and so much enthusiasm so it was really amazing experience um so we stayed there for about a week or so, and then we came down to uh, here to Encinitas. Um, and now the next challenge was like, how do we rent an apartment? Because if you've ever, if you've ever rented an apartment in the States, you know, I don't know if, if it's like this everywhere, but here in California, especially in the region where, around Encinitas, there's not a lot of apartments available. And when something comes on the market, it's gone within days, right? And so the landlords kind of get to choose who they want to rent to and you know me being a foreigner just literally fresh off the boat well fresh off the plane i guess i should say uh, i don't have a credit score i don't have you know any history in the states like i did live in chicago in 2009 2010 but that's so long ago you know i don't think there's even any records of that but you know without a uh, social security number without a bank account here without a uh, a credit score uh it was it was almost impossible to rent a rent an apartment around there. Um so you know we, we spent quite a few weeks like uh talking to brokers, talking to landlords, talking to, you know, as many people as I could talk to, uh, which is one of the reasons like it, it's just being hard to, you know, record any podcast because we were so focused on this. Because I just did not want to stay in the hotel for you know for months and you know kind of talking to some of uh some of Eric friends and, and Eric as well. I realized even locals, it takes them months to find like a decent apartment in this area. So I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to live in a hotel for for months. So what we did is um, we started looking a little bit more inland. So if you're familiar with the area, you know, there's, a, there's an area around San Marcos, which is actually very beautiful. Like initially, we kind of wanted to live close to the beach. But there's this is a very beautiful area around San Marcos with uh, lots of hills. Lots of nature, parks. There's lakes. Um, So you know, we were both pretty excited about this area, and we found a we found a a company called Camden, and this is like a a huge company. They have, you know, uh, hundreds of projects all around the the states where they uh, they have these communities that they where they rent out uh, apartments. And you know, I started talking to them, and it sounded like uh, they were a little bit more flexible. Um, when it comes to like you know the the credit score and all of that stuff, so um, eventually we we're able to uh, uh, you know to to come to an agreement um, where where the the payment was also uh, challenging because normally they only accept a cashier's check or a um, money order for the the first uh, month of rent and the deposit, um, but I didn't have any of that as well, so I probably would have been able to get that through like friends. But um, but they eventually agreed that I could pay with my credit card. Uh, they eventually agreed that it wasn't a big deal that I didn't have any any credit history and a social security number and yeah, just they they just agreed for us to rent this apartment. So we were super 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 happy because uh, yeah, it was uh, I, I was getting a little bit worried of uh, okay, how do we how do we get a home here <laughs> now that we're here? So a uh, bit of a process. Uh, but now I'm here and uh, we are going to be here for, uh, for about two years at a minimum. Um, this visa is also extendable, so uh, we can extend it for an additional year, uh, unlimited times. So who knows? I might be here for the rest of my life, but we'll see. Uh, you, you never know what the future will bring. Uh, but I wanted to, uh, wanted to thank a number of people uh, who have uh, supported me through this process. Well, really, I want to I wanna thank everybody uh, because the reason that my visa was approved was really the evidence that I was able to show was just the, the amount of people that bought my book, the amount of people listened to this podcast. You know, we have some pretty big numbers. Um, you know, I think we're up to like a million and a half downloads. Uh, about 50,000 people have, have, have bought the uh, Get Paid for Your Pet book. Um, the email subscribers that we have, all the students, the legends X students have gone for our programs, the mastermind members like all of that uh, really allowed me to show the credibility um, and then also a huge deal was the uh recommendation letters that I've received from uh from quite a few people so I want to say a big thank you for everybody uh, you know listening to the podcast uh on on our email list, reading our emails. Uh, Just being part of our community, um, because this community has really allowed me to, you know, allowed myself and my wife to move move to the States. So we're super grateful uh, uh, for all of you. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to a few individuals who have um, really supported me and uh, helped me with uh, recommendation letters. These letters were really, really important. So I'm going to do a couple shout outs. Let me take a quick sip of water. So, first of all, Mr. Jacob Jacobi, the president and founder of Hostfully, who uh I've actually stayed at his home in San Francisco in 2014. has become a good friend of mine. So, David, thank you so much for uh for your help. Um, Andrew Kitchell at Wheelhouse also been uh has become a a friend of mine, and you know he's uh helped me a lot with the letter. Um also been uh, very. Uh, we love using. We we use Hostly and wheelhouse ourselves, by the way, uh, for free wild. I'm super happy with their uh, with their software. So, thank you so much, Andrew, for your support, and I uh, hope to see you soon here in the U.S. I want to thank Jesse Krieger, who's the publisher, um, who helped me publish the book, also wrote me a letter of recommendation. The one and only Mr. Chip Conley. Yes. The one and only Mr. Chip Conley also helped me with a uh, recommendation letter. So I want to thank Chip. He's the founder of the Modern Elder Aca- Academy. But of course, he's also worked at Airbnb and he's uh, still a mentor of, uh, of Brian Chesky. Uh, he's also the founder of uh, a hotel uh, brand called uh, uh, Joy Vivre. I-, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, it's French. Um, Let's see next up is Mr. Simon Lehman. He's the founder of the AGL Atelier. Uh, he's uh, been in our mastermind and uh, <clears throat> he is, uh, well, I probably don't have to introduce him. He's a bit of a, a celebrity in the short-term rental industry. So Simon, thank you so much for your help. Uh, the one and only Julie George, who was uh, a coach on the LegendX program. She has uh, the Million Dollar Host. I'm sure you know her as well. Incredible lady. And uh, so, thank you, Julie, uh, for your help as well. And uh, we share a birthday, by the way. Uh, we're both born on July third, uh, so that's really fun. Um, and then of course, my business partner Eric Miller. He's uh, also uh, been a great support, um, not just uh, the, the with the formal stuff, um, but also just kind of being a uh, great business partner and uh, you know some emotional support that was uh, needed many times uh, going through this process. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, uh, Lisa Betten, my lawyer, I mentioned her before she's done an incredible job. So thank you so much, Lisa. Um, with that said, um, let me see, there was a couple other things I wanted to, uh, cover on this podcast. Um, first of all, I don't know if you've guys been following the news, but Hostaway, which is a property management software, uh, they raised $175 million, which is absolutely crazy. Um, so I want to do a shout out to Marcus Rader, the founder of uh, Hostly. Um, incredible what you've accomplished. And I know we uh, Marcus and I actually met in person on, at the VMRA in, I think it was October 2020. Um, and I, I remember he, uh, he mentioned to me that at the time they were quite small, but he mentioned to me, one day we will be big. And uh, well, they're really big now. <laughs> Under the $75 million is a lot of money. Um, I was reading this article, actually. It's the it's the second largest investment in the travel space this year, which is huge, right? Um, the only company that's raised more money than HostAway is a company called ITA Airways, which is an actual airline, they raised $366 million, and uh, this data is from Crunchbase, so uh, I'm assuming it's correct, um, but yeah, Hostway is the only other company in the travel space this year who's managed to raise more than $100 million, and other, the, other than the fact that this is amazing for, for Marcus and the team and Hostaway, this is also very indicative of um, you know, how much confidence investors have in the short-term rental space, right? Um, you know, we've talked on this podcast quite a bit on, you know, how there's a there might be a little bit of a slowdown going on, and there was, you know, all this talk about the Airbnb bust. But for to me, this just shows that investors have huge confidence in the uh, in, in the growth of the short-term rental space. Um, <clears throat> so it's very indicative of, you know, this this raise is very indicative of that uh, of that trust that investors have. So. I think that's a really good sign for us in the in the short-term rental space. It's just a kind of a confirmation that uh, this you know this industry is go is right now and is going to be a great place uh, to be. Um, also, I wanted to share one one quick uh, kind of tip on how to get some bookings. I know there's definitely a lot of hosts that are experiencing a slowdown compared to the last year. Um, you know there 's a lot of members in our in our mastermind uh that have uh, communicated this a lot of people on the on the email list on, on this podcast so uh one thing that uh was kind of interesting if you remember uh i think it was like a month ago or so that Airbnb came out with this huge update right uh lots of new features and you know which is all all really cool but what airbnb <laughs> never does is when they they always announce like the the updates and the, the things that they the new things on the platform but they never really tell you like what they've taken away or what they're changing um and they're probably expecting they probably won't announce it because they probably expect that the hosts aren't going to receive it well and so a couple of things i noticed was for example the the way that you can uh the requirements that you can set for instant booking guests has changed now i, th- I think this has been already changed like last year actually but i I noticed it recently. Um and then also the they took away uh the custom promotions. So you used to be able on Airbnb to do custom promotions, right? Where you set a you do a specific promotion for a couple of days and then and then that would always kind of give your listing a little bit of a boost. So it was a, a very popular tool for hosts. Um you know, to use, you know, especially when you see a bit of a slowdown, you 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 put this, you put a couple of promotions out there, and typically that will get you some bookings, and then that will get you some momentum to kind of get out of that slow, uh, that slow spot that you're in, right? So it was a very popular tool. Um, Airbnb would also give you a little, uh, a little, you know, special batch uh, for this promo and. Uh, you know, they would like cross off the, the old price and display the new price, so it would really, you know, give you it, it'd be a way to really catch some attention. And I think they would also email include the promos in in the emails that they would send out to hosts. So now with the new update, they uh, they took that out. Um, and so if you've already updated, so when they came out with the update, like they um, there was an option. Uh, to be an early bird in, in the new updates, right? So you would have to, on the Airbnb website, you have to click like the early bird button, and then, you know, Airbnb would upgrade your account to the new features, but they would also, that also means that they would take away the promo, the custom promo option. Um, and once you upgrade to the new version, you can go back. So a lot of uh, a lot of people in our mass were uh, not, not very happy with that because uh, they couldn't do those promos, the custom promos anymore. But I uh, I saw a uh, a quick loom video um, that was uh, uh, published by uh, Vince at Uplisting. So shout out to Vince, thank you for uh, you know for letting us know because uh, he found a way to even after you update uh, to still be able to use custom promos um, by basically adding a new team member. To, on Airbnb. So on Airbnb, you can, you can add team members. So you just add a new team member and then that per that new team member is going to still have access to the old, uh, the custom promo. So this is kind of like a workaround. Uh, I noticed a couple, couple of members in our, our mastermind have already <clears throat> done this and they used it and they, uh, they did see an uptick in, in booking. So I just want to share that with you guys. I don't know how long this is still going to be, uh, available. Um, so you know, if you're if you're seeing a, a lull in bookings, um, you know, go ahead and, and use this uh, use this uh, this trick to, uh, to to see if you can get get some extra bookings. And it always helps to make updates to your listings as well. You know, that's another thing that you can always do. Um, is just just update your listing. Just add some new photos, add some new captions, change the description, change the title. Um, change your profile, just change a lot of things on your profile, on your listing. Because then what, what tends to happen is that Airbnb notices that you've changed a bunch of things and they want to test out if that's going to drive more uh, bookings. So they'll they'll kind of give you a boost in the search results. So those are a couple of things you can do. Um, now last but not least, I wanted to make some announcements. Um, so. To kind of celebrate the fact that I've been able to move to the States, uh, I wanted to create something special uh, for uh, the community to essentially work together for the rest of 2023. Um, <clears throat> obviously there's you know a lot of hosts in the last couple of years. So we've had hundreds of hosts go for a Legends X program or Mastermind, or we have a one-on-one coaching program. But these programs are, you know they, they require uh, quite a significant uh, investment. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to put something together Um, Where I can work uh, uh, with a select number of hosts uh, for the rest of twenty twenty three, so about what's that that seven months or so, uh, where I'm I'm gonna do my best to help you reach your goals for this year, right? Whether that's like adding more units or you know optimizing your current uh, business, streamlining it, like everything that I've learned over the last what is it like (laughs) eleven years. I will. Uh, I wanna help a select number of hosts really crush it in 2023. Um, and I wanna make this available at a very affordable price, specifically for those people who, you know, we have hundreds and hundreds of people who applied for our programs in the past that just weren't able to make the investment. So I wanted to put something out there, uh, kind of like a, my personal project, I'm gonna call it the Get Paid For Your Pet VIP Success Program, fancy name. I want to make this available for like a, a you know affordable for you know mo- any host or at least like most hosts out there. So uh, the investment is going to be under three thousand dollars, and we'll be working together for the rest of the year. Uh, this means we're going to be a, um, you have access to me in Slack, um, so you can literally like message me on a daily basis. We're going to do weekly group calls, but I also want to do some some one-on-one time as well to really like. You know, get to know you, get to know your business and really put together an action plan of, you know, how are we going to uh, achieve your goals in 2023 with your business, right? So a do, 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 number of one-on-one calls. And I also would love to meet you. So I want to do an in-person uh, meeting as well as part of this program because um, I love meeting uh, people in general, but I love meeting people from our community. I know there's a lot of people, you know, be listening to the podcast for for years, um, it's always funny. Like when, if when a student joins a program, uh, who's been listening to pet, get paid for your pet for like eight years or something, you know, like they it's it's funny because they they already know me quite well because they're listening, you know, to all these episodes. but I don't know them, and it's yeah, it's just so cool to like get to know these people. I love me- meeting everybody in person, and I think it's you know meeting in person is also extremely powerful. You know, Eric and I actually just had a uh, in person. Um, a VIP day with one of our uh, one-on-one coaching uh, clients and the amount of stuff that you can get done in a day, um, just breaking down the business and, you know, just talking through all the aspects, uh, the strategy, the marketing, like it's just so powerful to meet in person. Um, so in this program, I want to include an in-person meeting. This could be, uh, you know, if you're around here, like we could meet here, maybe we can meet at a conference or maybe I can even fly out to where you are and actually stay at one of your Airbnbs. Uh, which I'm super excited about to, you know, to really, uh, you know, stay with some some people in our, in our community. That's something that I haven't been able to done and to do in the last few years, as I haven't been able to travel to the states. So that's just something that I'm really excited about. Um, now, obviously, this this program uh, I can only you know kind of do this with with a few people because it's going it to require quite a bit of uh, time investment on my part. You know, my my vision for this is really that we, you know, we get to know each other, we kind of become friends, and like, um, you know, like really, uh, really work together to focus on your on your business, and and uh, and yeah, let's make 2023 the best year in your in your business. So obviously, I'm thinking, you know, maybe 10 to 15 people or something. I can I can take on. I've got quite a bit, quite a bit of other stuff going on, of course, uh, especially with uh, with the launch of Freewild. Um, which I'm super excited about in in Idlewild, and oh, I haven't even mentioned this, but I actually <laughs> I actually went down to Idlewild, which is where Eric and I bought our first uh, free wild property. Well, it wasn't free wild at the time we bought it in September 2021, but now we've completely renovated it. Uh, there's four cabins on uh, a piece of land of like three acres. So I've never been there, and. Uh, it was just so cool to finally be able to walk around on the on the land that we bought, you know, you know, walk through the units and seeing the renovations. It's gonna, it's going to be absolutely amazing. These properties, it's I'm so excited about it now. Uh, it's a lot more fun uh, to work on a project when you're actually being at the property versus like just looking at photos. So, um, but that, on the side note, uh, we could, uh, yeah, for an in- in-person meeting, we could meet maybe there as well. That would be pretty cool. So, if you're interested in this uh, and by the way I, I put together a payment program too so even even if the the three thousand dollars is too much uh to invest into uh i'll i, I put together a, a payment program so you can actually get started um you know for under thousand dollars so the whole idea is uh you know to kind of make this accessible to as many hosts as possible um I'm really looking for some people who are willing to put in some time right willing to um you know, kind of t- take action. Because uh, for me, the most important thing, the, the most fulfillment, I mean, I think generally in life, I think having a positive impact on, on somebody else's life, I think is the biggest fulfillment you can get. And and that's why it's very important for me to f- that the people that I work with actually are getting a result. Because otherwise, I you know, um, <clears throat> I don't want to sell like a video course or something that somebody then, you know, watches 10% and then never touches again. Uh, that's not fulfilling to me. What's fulfilling to me is you know, seeing people take a vacation for the first time in like five years and not having to check their Airbnb messages, right? <clears throat> um, people like, you know, well, like one of our mastermind members sold her business like a couple weeks ago. It's amazing, right? Um, or, you know, have grown like quadrupled their portfolio, tripled their portfolio. That, like, that's that's the kind of stuff that gets me really excited. So, um, so if you're interested in this, uh, I'm looking, I'm thinking about 10 to 15 people ish. Um, if you're interested, uh, just email me at team at overnight success.io. You can also message me on Facebook or Instagram, or if you have my number, you can send me a text. Um, and yeah, let me know if you're interested, then uh, I'll come back to you with all the details. Um, I'm looking to kick this off, uh, next week actually, uh, so that we have a full almost seven months, uh, to work together. So if you're interested, let me know, and then um, we'll take it from there. And that was it for today. So thank you for listening. Uh, as I as I mentioned, now that I'm here in the states, I got my apartment. I just need to get my social security number, bank account, like things like that. But I'm pretty much set up here uh, to uh, to dive, you know, to dive fully into overnight success and free wild as well. So uh, uh, I will be publishing a the podcast as uh, as I used to on the Monday and on a Friday. Uh, We'll be sending out emails, you know, we'll we'll be basically be back in action and uh, be uh, pumping out much more content than uh, I was able to do in the last month or so. With that said, uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, thanks everybody. Thanks to everybody who's been listening, you know, buying the book, reading our emails, reading our blog posts, our YouTube videos, all that stuff. Uh, You know, everybody who's every single comment or... Uh, view or like has uh, contributed to uh, to me being able to move down here. So uh, super grateful for that. Uh, have a great weekend and uh, well the next episode will be in a few days on Monday. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet Get paid for your pet Get paid for your pet Get